It's time to break down the IG Experts League draft that I just participated in. If you want to watch the entire draft live as it unfolded from my perspective, the link is down below. Many of you caught the draft, and I think I killed it from the seven spot. Drafting against, I think, the best 11 fantasy football experts in the IG world. It's a super flex, PPR. I'm going to break it all down round by round and tell you which teams I like best. Let's go. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty. Take a lap. McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliott, Lamar, Mahomes. I don't care if you like them in in a different order, but these are your top five in a super flex. I personally would probably go Barkley, McCaffrey. You know, I could go either way on that. But I think Mahomes and Lamar are three and four. That's my personal preference. But you can't dislike Elliott at number three. You just can't, especially if you cuff him to Pollard, uh, which Couch shouldn't do because we grabbed Pollard. But you can't argue going McCaffrey, Barkley, or Elliott, especially if you can get good quarterback play down below in the third, fourth, fifth rounds, which I anticipated because drafting with this group of people, I know them. My buddies, my pals in this league are no QB early drafters. And even though we're in a super flex, I know it's going to be against the grain for them to go quarterback early. So I deployed a late quarterback approach because I couldn't get Lamar. I couldn't get Mahomes. I was lucky enough to be facing potentially Kamara or Cook. I wanted Kamara because I already have Cook in the throne league, but I was darn happy to get Cook and I cuffed him to Madison, uh, uh, an absolute must. I wasn't worried about the holdout. I actually walked into this draft with the news kind of coming out that the first holdout might've been uh, fake news. I didn't care. I drafted him anyway. I knew I was gonna take Madison. I knew I was gonna reach a round earlier than I had to for Madison. And if you own the duo, you're fine. Not to mention with the new CBA, it's really hard for a running back to hold out and not lose a whole bunch of money. Something I didn't think Cook was going to do. And Cook already announced today he is back, baby. Nick Chubb going to the fantasy football rapper who we're starting to coin as the Reacher. The fantasy football Reacher. The Reach Around Move activated. Woo! But Nick Chubb he took at number five, I think, in the last draft. Eight is a lot less risky, I think. But, but he owns Chubb in both the Throne League and this IG Experts League. And we own Cook in both leagues, so kind of funny. Mike Thomas is hard to argue at number nine. So is Eckler. You know how I feel about Joe Mixon. I don't think anybody should be making this guy their first drafted player in 2020, especially in a super flex. There's a lot of risk there in Cincinnati, and I think that you know, you're looking at a slow potential start for Joe Mixon, just like last year, a lot of eight-man fronts. Burrow's gonna be really good in Dynasty, but Burrow's gonna take some time, have some ups and downs. Not many quarterbacks can do what Kyler Murray did during Kyler Murray's rookie year. Have an elite type of rookie quarterback season as a rookie. It just doesn't happen. I think Daniel Jones is probably the best example of, of what you can expect out of Burrow. Some ups and downs. A lot of people heading into to Danny Dimes' second year love him. A lot of people doubt him. I don't see Burrow having such an amazing rookie year that people aren't faced with that same dilemma. I like him. I don't like him. I believe in him. He's going to take a long time. I think too many people are, are expecting too many things out of this Bengal offense in 2020. Derrick Henry, good value at 12. You know how I feel about Miles Sanders if you follow my content. I like the guy, but I think he's going way 
too high. There's not a lot of protection built into 13 overall value. I like it better than nine where I've seen the guy go recently, but I think it's more about Jacobs being safer, Adams being safer, Drake being safer in a super flex, maybe even Kyler Murray, Hill, Hopkins, even Watson because it's a super flex. There are just more safer options to roll with than, than Sanders. I think he makes a fine 20 overall pick, 21 overall pick, but he's not going to go there, which means I'm never going to own him in 2020. I'm not predicting a bust. I just want to package and risk and his ADP is not allowing for that. The Godwin value at 17 is good. I took Kenyon Drake at number 18. I couldn't be more happy and pleased about that draft selection. I was given the 12 pick out of the hat. I traded it for uh, the, the seven overall, but had I not traded at all, I would have taken Drake at the 13 pick in my back-to-back 12 and 13 bookend pick. So I got the guy I wanted anyway, and I moved my third rounder uh, all the way up. So at this point in the draft, I'm, I'm ecstatic because I've got Dalvin Cook. I've got Kenyon Drake. I have what I believe to be two top five potential running backs. Yes, I said Kenyon Drake could be a top five running back. I like every single pick in this second round except for Miles Sanders going too high and Dak Prescott does not belong at number 15. I proved this later in the draft, but waiting on a a guy like Dak to get a Brady or Breeze or an A-Rod is so much more advantageous because of the Adams and Godwins and the Drakes and all those players that are non-quarterbacks that are available right here. Comparing Dak to a Brady, there's not a big drop-off, if any. You might argue that. You might love Dak in 2020, and I don't blame you. There's nothing wrong with believing in Dak being three or four for for your quarterback rankings. I don't have him there. I actually like Brady more than I like Dak in 2020. So if you didn't see me draft this team live on YouTube, I'm going to spoil it for you and tell you I landed Brady in the fifth round. So given that I like Brady more than Dak, I took him in the fifth round and I didn't have to, to waste my second rounder on a player that I like less than, than than Brady. Todd Gurley, way too high, especially when you account for this being a super flex and you're, you're mixing in a bunch of quarterbacks and bumping players down. This is way too high. This would be too high in a one QB format. Same goes for Fournette. I love the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire pick, and that might seem obvious now to a lot of you. But if you follow my content at all, you know that I've been preaching... You know that I've been preaching his top 15 overall value in redraft and his top 5 to 10 overall value in Dynasty. The guy, now that Damian Williams has opted out of playing in the 2020 season, the guy, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the human bowling ball, the next Maurice Jones-Drew is now going to have a first-round ADP across the board. Redraft Dynasty doesn't matter. He's a top-five running back in the making. Nothing is standing in his way. Could Clyde still have a, a slower start and Daryl Williams get more carries in Week 1? Sure. But the unleashing will happen, and he's going to be so productive for touch, he'll eventually take over. It won't take him long if he doesn't have a grip on the starting lineup by week one. This pick was great even before that news, but but Couch ended up hitting a home run even further out of the park once that Damian Williams news uh, broke today. Aaron Jones isn't awful there. I start to buy back in in the third round. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, range. 
I love the Kenny Galladay value. I think Kenny Galladay could be a 5-10 to 10 wide receiver in 2020, and you're getting him in the third round. Fantastic value. I love the Evans value. I took George Kittle at number 31 overall. Complete steal in my mind. Not only do I have two potential top five running backs in Drake and Cook at this point, I have the number one tight end. So I'm deploying, as I always do, as I always preach, the best player available approach. I'm not going based on position of need. I don't go after a wide receiver because everybody else is. I'm not going after quarterback because we're in a super flex. I'm going to roll the dice because I know my league mates. I know their weight on a quarterback tendencies that they have and that they won't even be able to fight those even in a super flex. It's a little bit of a dice roll. But I know someone's going to be there. I'm going to get at least one of A-Rod, Brady, or Breeze at this point in the fourth round. Which, let me spoil it again for you, I don't even take a quarterback in the fourth round. Smith, you're not hearing. Because I'm feeling the flow. The flow that suggests that the quarterbacks will continue to drop like predicted. Even more than I predicted. Juju could be a bounce back player, but the rapper also took Chubb. I think he's mixing a whole bunch of risky players together in my opinion. But Juju could definitely be a wide receiver one in 2020. He just comes with about equal parts risk, equal parts reward. I don't like the Thielen pick at all. I wouldn't mind him in the fourth round. I'd probably still say it's an okay pick in the fourth round. But in the third round, I want no part of it. DJ Moore could earn third round value. I just want no part of DJ Moore in the third round when there's so many other better, safer options and quarterback options like Russell Wilson sitting there. I admit, I wanted to go Russell Wilson with that pick 31. I did. I was very tempted. And if I didn't land the quarterbacks I landed in retrospect, that could have been the direction that I missed on, that I whiffed on, but I didn't. So Russell Wilson, good pick by the analyst. I love it at 35. I think A-Rob could easily earn that 36 overall value. I don't mind Amari Cooper here, but I still like a whole lot of other players better than him at this point. One of which I take down below. Bell, pretty good value. He could earn that. David Johnson, I don't like that pick at all. If I'm wrong about DJ, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it because I'm recommending safer players, guys like uh, Melvin Gordon, guys like AJ Brown, guys that I feel like have a lot less risk but the same upside. Why go with a player like DJ that is equal parts risk, equal parts reward, if not worse, when you could take a safer player? In every draft I've passed on DJ, wherever he's gone, I've taken a player that I feel is not only better, they're safer. So clearly I love the Melvin Gordon pick. Rapper taking another high risk player. He's got now Juju, he's got Chubb, he's got Jonathan Taylor. Activated, activated, activated. Woo! He could hit home runs on every one of them and, and knock this draft out of the parks. So Rapper, I'm gonna give you credit for having the balls to try and pull this off, but I just feel like there's a whole lot of risk uh, combined on one team and I don't see it working out because Taylor's going to be moved along slowly. There's, there's no way Taylor's going to get starter work out the gate with Mack and Hines both probably taking some of his work. Taylor probably won't see a lot of heavy PPR work all year long, and in a best-case scenario, he'll split first and second down duties with probably Mack, but I don't see him touching the PPR work for a long time. A.J. Brown fell to me at 42 overall, so at this point, I've got Dalvin Cook. I've got Drake, two potential top five at least top five to seven running backs in my mind. I took Kittle, the number one, or you could say the number two tight end, or tied for the number one tight end spot. And in the fourth round, instead of going quarterback, which was my intention, I'm looking at the quarterbacks on the board. I'm looking at A-Rod, Brady, and Breeze all still being there. 
I decided to take my number one wide receiver and roll the dice and probably only get one of my top three quarterbacks that I was targeting. So I took A.J. Brown. Scientology. Anything is possible. You know? Carson, I want no part of in 2020. He feels like a walking disappointment. Connor, I feel kind of the same way. I'd like Connor at fifth or sixth round value, but not in fourth, at fourth round value. Cooper Cup, he could earn that. Josh Allen, pretty solid in a super flex. Ridley, I, I like Ridley a lot in 2020. He's on my breakout, my bold predictions last year. So I don't know why a lot of people think I don't like Ridley. I'm just not ranking him higher than, than the fourth round. DK Metcalf, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and DK Metcalf are the two players that I wanted in this draft and I want in every draft. So I'm upset at this point in the draft because I thought DK was probably going to fall to me, but I also knew I'd have a dilemma on my hands because I need quarterbacks. I need Breeze, I need Brady, I need A-Rod, I need two of those guys, and if DK were there, I'd have a dilemma. But I love that value. DK is going to be a low-end wide receiver one in 2020. Woods, decent value in the fifth round. Lockett, same thing. I think people are starting to get a little too wide receiver one happy with Woods and Lockett in 2020. I think they're better suited for low-end wide receiver twos in hopes that they do more. I like the Montgomery value a lot. He would have been somebody I considered had they fallen to my 55 overall spot where you can see my boy Tom Brady sitting there. Ingram, great value. Hunt, I love that value. I think Hunt's going to earn 53 overall value in his sleep in 2020 and if he gets starts he will win leagues kareem hunt will win leagues in 2020 sutton that that's pretty decent value tom brady could be the steal of the draft at this point there's no reason he can't flirt with 40 touchdowns in 2020 or more and i know people are going to be quick to say no way that can't happen this is a bruce arians offense with godwin evans Gronk, a whole lot of options for Tom Brady to deploy. Maurice Jones-Drew said that Tom Brady was going to have a 50 TD season. Now, I know that's lofty. I'm not saying to to bank on that. I'm just merely telling you, I'm not the only one that sees a 40-plus TD season potentially in the cards for Tom Brady in 2020. And if you think he's got a noodle arm, go watch some film. I'm tired of that garbage being regurgitated over and over. Pull up YouTube. Watch Tom Brady throw 40 and 50 yard passes all year. Stop with the the noodle arm BS. Wentz, decent value. I like Brady a whole hell of a lot more. Odell, I like that. Fifth round we're talking. Odell's worth a fifth round pick. That's a great pick by Profit. Keenan Allen, not bad. Terry McLaurin, I like Terry McLaurin. Um, You worry about Haskins, but I think this could be a Steve Smith. And if he can survive no matter what's going on at the QB position, much like Galladay can, then McLaurin can thrive no matter what. Ertz is good value uh, in this format at number 60. I like that. Mark Andrews, very, very good value. Now, Andrews is battling type 1 diabetes. He's the only one in the league that we know of that's going to be pricking his finger over 30 times a game. Uh, It could become a concern. It's something that's making me like a guy like Waller very close to Andrews when maybe I wouldn't have had this news not broke. Chark, I love Chark. That's another player at this point in the draft that I'm upset that I, I'm not going to be able to, to decide between. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, and D.J. Chark. Some of my favorite players in 2020 and Kareem Hunt. I can't have them all, but it really made me mad when Chark's name uh, flew up on the board. Thanks, analyst. Appreciate that. James White not having that at pick 63. Sorry, 101. I know I'm, I'm saying I don't like a lot of your picks, but one of the bigger Instagram pages out there, go follow my boy, FF101. But we do obviously have a little bit different taste in fantasy football value. 
Singletary, not bad. JK Rapper. Rapper. Fantasy football rookie reacher. The reach around move activated. Woo! Uh, is what we're starting to call you. I mean, at this point, you've got Juju, you've got Chubb, you've got Jonathan Taylor, now you have J.K. Dobbins, literally filling your team up with a bunch of rookies and risky players at that. Again, if you hit everything out of the park, your team would dominate, but there's too many risky players on this team already. I know the rapper is going to want to get me back for this one. I'm just being honest. I like every one of these picks if they were like isolated on a, a more secure team like Jonathan Taylor on a very well-rounded team, Juju on a very well-rounded team, Chubb on a very safe-built team, even JK. Because JK at 65 in itself isn't that early. It's just a combination of the reaching at each one of the picks. Swift, that could work out. Drew Brees fell to pick 66. I can't believe at this point in the draft that I have both Brady and Breeze, and I hadn't drafted a quarterback until rounds five and six. I, at this point, I'm like ear to ear grin. I've got Cook and Drake, I've got Kittle, I've got AJ Brown, and I've got Brady and Breeze. 240 TD potential guys, even if you want to call 135 and 140, I'll take it. I think they both have so much potential heading into another season of fantasy football. I don't care if they're old, I don't care if they're close to retirement. These two can ball, and they're going to ball in 2020. I don't even know which one I like better. Boyd, okay value. Akers don't want any part of that backfield unless it's getting Henderson really, really late. Double-digit rounds because I don't believe the Rams know what they're doing with their running back um, deploying. Ryan, good value. Stafford, good value. A-Rod, I like that pick a lot. Diggs, Vaughn, Parker, Tannehill, Jones, Landry, Hollywood Brown fell to me and I couldn't be more happy making him my secret weapon wide receiver too. A lot of people are going to rip on it. A lot of people are going to call me crazy. I don't care. I'm used to it. But this is a top 12 to 14 wide receiver in the making. He proved it in week one. I know he suffered the foot injury. I know a lot of people have concerns about him staying healthy. He's a smaller type wide receiver, but I think top 12 to 14 wide receiver numbers, if not higher, are in the cards. And with A.J. Brown and Hollywood Brown at my number one and number two wide receiver spots, with Kittle at tight end, with Drake and Cook at running back and Brady and Breeze at quarterback. I couldn't be happier about having this weak wide receiver two. What do you expect when you wait to, to draft your wide receiver two? I wouldn't have the depth I have at running back or quarterback or tight end if I had taken my wide receiver too early. So it makes no sense to me when people say, well, yeah, but you have a, a pretty weak wide receiver two. It's all a give and a take as you draft different pieces of your team. It's hilarious when people talk about something like that. And the Reacher strikes again Sam Darnold at number 80 overall. Take a lap, take a lap, take a lap, take, take, take a lap. I'm sorry, rapper. At this point, I have to hit the button. Darnold, I wouldn't even let Sam Darnold sit on my bench. Cam Newton, I like that pick. Baker, we'll see. I'll let somebody else draft Baker in 2020. Fool me once, uh, shame on me. T.Y. Hilton, Goff. Whatever. Gardner Minshew, meh. Geis, no thank you. I'd rather have Gibson, who we know who's going to take Gibson <laughs> at this point. The Reacher, right? Activated. Cohen, Mostert was probably at this point the steal of the draft. You could even argue the overall steal of the draft. We knew he was going to get a new contract or come back. He's not going to hold out or get traded. This is arguably the steal of the draft. 
I'm not saying I don't like my quarterbacks at, in rounds five and six. I'm not saying I don't like uh, uh, Kittle in the third round. I'm not saying I don't feel like all my picks have been uh, steal of the draft material, but this right here, let me be honest, I, I was I was really upset when Mostert went. I wanted him at my next pick. I was only uh, two, two spots away, and, and we were drooling over the idea of having him as a running back three or flex player. Darren Waller fell to us, and yeah, oh, you took two tight ends. We didn't do any weird back-to-back early tight end strategy. We're in the eighth round. This is our flex player. Waller could have a thousand yards and seven or eight TDs and be a, a very, very good wide receiver, not just tight end. And it gives us flexibility for trading and if Kittle were to go down. It's a very strategic move that not everybody seems to appreciate, which is mind boggling to me. Burrow way too early, as I talked about earlier. This is redraft. Burrow's gonna have ups and downs, not a good quarterback too. Ronald Jones is pretty crafty. And you could probably have cuffed him to Keyshawn Vaughn the next round. We'll see where Vaughn goes. But I like Ronald Jones in round eight. Jordan Howard, no thank you. Hayden Hurst getting so much hype, and I don't know why. I'd rather have Gronkowski. Yeah, I, I, I said it. I'd rather have Gronkowski than Hurst. Brandon Cooks, okay value. We got him in the throne league, and, you know, I'm, I'm neither extremely excited or, you know, worried. I think he could drop high-end wide receiver two numbers here and there, and then he'll probably get hurt. AJ Green, I'm not buying into the whole he's going to resurge uh, and become uh, an elite wide receiver again. Kirk Cousins, Gallup, Roethlisberger, Deontay Johnson, um, Bridgewater, Breda, Alexander Madison. I uh, Frankly, I waited too long. It was almost reckless to wait until, what, pick 103, but in a, in a super flex, I knew quarterbacks were going to bump everybody down. But looking back, I maybe shouldn't have pushed my luck, but it was a move that had to be done at pick 103. Slayton, I actually like this pick a lot. That's a high upside, low risk pick by you, Reacher. Jimmy G, Rivers, Carr, Crowder, Haskins, Edelman, Marvin Jones, Henry, very boring at this point. Tyler Higby, I, I like that. There's a risk, but I like it. Debo. Samuel. Why not at this point? I know Couch was really mad when I made this pick because he wanted Debo. I think more than half the league don't have the vision that this pick requires. I get it. Debo could miss four, five, six. Who knows? He could also come back in week one. We could also have the season delayed until October 1st and him be back for week one. We don't know. There's a lot of bogus reports out there trying to predict how quick he's going to heal, which is ridiculous on its face. We don't know. Nobody knows. Debo doesn't even know. But Debo's talked about how ridiculous these reports are that he may or may not be ready until late October. Nobody knows. Debo Samuel could be an elite wide receiver three uh, come week five, six, or seven. And, and I'll be fine with that. I've got guys like CeeDee Lamb, Emmanuel Sanders that can step in in the meantime. Evan Ingram, Will Fuller, Miko Harbin. I, I wanted Miko Harbin so bad, I was tempted to take him at this Debo pick. In hindsight, I kind of wish I did and kind of wish I didn't because I do want Debo. I think Hardman's going to go off in 2020. Someone's got to catch footballs and touchdowns. And I know that Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire are going to divide up a lot of it. But someone's going to eat opposite of Tyreek Hill. And if Tyreek Hill went down or gets suspended, two things that could totally happen with Tyreek Hill, right? Hardman would eat. And in a worst case scenario, he's still going to eat. He's going to get a whole lot of scraps. Couch, tough luck with Damien. Damien is opting out of 2020. But he took Clyde over Hilaire. It was the move to make. Coleman. Sony Michelle. 
Here's the rest of the draft. I love the Lat Murray pick. I love my CD Lamb pick. Antonio Gibson, pretty good pick by the rapper. Tony Pollard. A lot of people didn't like that pick. A lot of people can't see the vision in that too. But if Tony Pollard gets into that lineup, he will win leagues for people. He's a league winner. And worst case scenario, he might be flex worthy all year long. They might use him as a wide receiver. I love Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard would thrive. He'd be a top five to seven running back in 2020 per start if forced to start games for the for the Cowboys. I would have probably taken Antonio Brown at some point. Here's the rest of, of the board, I'd say, from this round. Emmanuel Sanders was a pretty good pick, I felt, um, at the time when I took him. Gronk was really good value at 153. I don't get the Gronk doubt. I think Gronk's going to be a top six to seven tight end in 2020. Daryl Henderson was good value at the end of this round. Damian Harris is interesting. I took Fitzpatrick. I think given the quarterbacks that were left, given that it is smart to have a third quarterback, he was the right move here. Not a whole lot going on in this round, which is why I opted to take a defense, which I've never done. I always wait till the last round, but the Steelers are arguably the best defense in fantasy football, and I just didn't love any of the picks on the clock here. So I took the best player or spot available, and that was the Steelers. In this round, uh, 49ers are worthy here. I triggered a defensive run. I took Edmonds to back up. Uh, my boy uh, Drake had to be done. Not, not much going on in this round. Now, I'm going to hear a lot of like, hey, that's a great smart move. And that's a ridiculous pick with my Winston pick at 199. Now, if you play a 1QB league or you don't do super flex, like, you need to not even have this conversation because you're talking about something from a, an entirely different angle. Most people come at me saying, Why would you take a guy that might not ever start? Are you not listening to what I'm saying? Because I've explained this a hundred times. If you have a super flex league and you have two quarterbacks and you have the option to cuff and back up one of your quarterbacks, you are literally putting yourself in such an advantageous position because you are, are essentially are making it so that one quarterback spot is untouchable all year. To do that in a super flex is something that can't be measured. And given that Winston would be a top five to seven quarterback if forced to start games for the Saints, cuffing him to Breeze is the best, smartest thing you could do in a super flex league this late in your draft. Now, I didn't just go cuff Brady because he doesn't have the proper cuff. You can rarely ever do this, but Winston's that good of a backup, interceptions and all, in that offense. So Breeze and Winston together in a super flex only is one of the most genius moves you can make when you're a Drew Brees owner and with a pick late in your draft. And a whole bunch of kickers and defenses. Okay, reviewing the teams right now, I've got to admit, I love Brady, Cook, Drake, A.J. Brown, Hollywood Brown, George Kittle, Waller at one of our flex spots, Drew Brees at our super flex spot, the Steelers defense. We literally have no holes, but maybe you could say at our other flex spot, which, which is going to be Debo or Lamb or Manuel Sanders. So I wouldn't even call it a hole. I'd say, yeah, we have a weaker spot maybe at our flex than some people, but other people don't have the stacked other positions that we have. Everything comes at a cost. You can't have Brady and Breeze in a super flex and have Cook and Drake and still have AJ Brown and Kittle and Waller and have all of the other positions as strong as everything I just named. I'm going to give us an A 
A minus, A plus, I don't know yet, but I think it's definitely in the A category. I think there are a couple other teams that might have an A grade, but I, I, I'm, I know I'm biased, but I really believe this team is going to be a top three team. And ESPN does an evaluation at the end of the draft, and it gave us the, I think, three spot. I don't always listen to those things unless they say something good about my team. Fantasy Football Guides has Goff, Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, uh, A-Rob, Amari Cooper, Mark Andrews, Crowder, Akers, Minshew. On his bench, he has like Daryl Henderson. Um, this is a tough team to rank. I think I could be a little too hard on Goff and Minshew, but I don't think they're the best quarterbacks in the world in this format. I think it could really hold this team back. And I feel like Henry and Sanders are really good. I like A-Rob. I like Cooper. I like Andrews. It could be a sneaky top six team. But right now, I'm going to put it just outside the top six, and I'm going to give it like a, a B-minus to a C-plus which isn't awful because if a couple things happen, this team could jump into like the B category. Fantasy Couch has Josh Allen, uh, Zeke Elliott, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, value skyrocketed today. Julio Jones, Devontae Parker I like a lot. Uh, Hayden Hurst, I'm, I'm meh. I love David Montgomery as his third running back. Tate is okay. Ryan and Allen are pretty good quarterbacks. I, I wouldn't call that like the best quarterback duo in our league or even close to it, but it's a good quarterback duo to mix with Elliott with Hilaire, with Julio, Parker, and Montgomery. It's a very well-rounded team. I'd give this team, if not a B plus, right on the verge of an A minus. Top three or four team, I think, out of the gate without looking at these other teams. I mean, I've looked at them, but, but I've kind of digested everything and I'm giving it a fresh look. And I'd say three or four. Top four, for sure. Fantasy football expert as Mahomes, Connor, Hunt, not loving that running back duo, but let's take a look at the wide receivers. Tyreek Hill, Galladay, I love both those guys. Jarwin's iffy. We should trade Waller to him for something. Boyd, Ronald Jones, Daniel Jones. I like Daniel Jones and Mahomes. I'm not a super big fan of those running backs. I think this is a B minus team. Um, I might, I may have given it a higher grade coming out of the draft, but I think looking at it, Connor, I love Hunt, but I don't know that I love Connor and Hunt together. If both of them land, this team's going to be scary in top four, but those are two big what ifs. And I think at this point, I, I got to give it like a C plus to a B minus uh, type of grade for right now. And on the bench, Lat Murray, um, nothing crazy on the bench. Profits got Newton, Melvin Gordon, Singletary, Mike Thomas, Devontae Adams, Hunter Henry, Adam Thielen, Odell Beckham Jr., Mostert. Uh, this is the only team I've run, I've run across that I think can definitely hang with us. Um, those quarterbacks, I mean, he doesn't have a second quarterback that I think is worthy enough to start. Uh, Jimmy G's not going to score uh, as many points as other quarterbacks. Um, but he's throwing in Mostert for his, his flex, super flex. So he's fine. If Newton doesn't work out, he could be in some serious trouble. Melvin Gordon Singletary have a little wrist right there, but but Thomas, Adams, Thielen, Odell, Mostert, that is such a strong team. I'm going to give him an A-. minus. His team, my team, top two teams so far. I think Couch is right behind us, though. I like this team a lot. I think I gave it a second or third ranking right out of the draft. Let me, let me see what I think of it now. Lamar, Aaron Jones, Mark Ingram, Hopkins, Cup, Ertz. He made a trade and got Ertz. I forget what that trade was. Jordan Howard, Michael Hardman, I love a lot. Tannehill, Ravens defense. Um, I'm going to say B plus at this point. And Couch and him are kind of right there in that, that B plus range. But I, I like the team. It's very, very good. I just don't know that I'm putting it two or three like I did before. It's more like three or four. Okay, the rapper Wentz, Chubb, 
Taylor, Godwin, Juju, Tyler Higby, Slayton. Not much going on on the bench except for, um, it looks like, uh, J.K. Dobbins, who I like a lot. Locke and Wentz are not going to cut it, I don't think, with the rest of this team. Had he been stronger at other positions and not taken so many risks at every turn, not done a whole lot of reaching, I think this team would have been built better to have a Wentz and Locke being the starting quarterbacks. But Darnold, I think he drafted ahead of Locke. Taylor's going to take some time to get in there. Juju, we don't know if he'll bounce back or not. Again, I do like Slayton. I love Godwin. I like Taylor in time, but Taylor could just be slow starting. I'm going to give this a C plus or maybe a C minus, but probably a C plus because it still has a whole lot of upside. There's a lot of risk I don't like. I think it's ultimately going to fall apart at the end. But overall talent, I mean, there's enough talent there and upside to give it a C plus, but I, I definitely can't give it a B. All right, Analyst was pretty mad about my, my review, so I'm going, to, I'm going to look at this totally objectively. Wilson, Mixon, I just don't love Mixon. Let's pretend for a second that Mixon can return the value on your investment. Russell Wilson, Mixon, Jacobs, McLaurin, Chark, Gesicki, Bell, Hilton, Carr. I love Russell Wilson. I love Jacobs. I love Chark and McLaurin. And if I pretend for a second that Mixon equals Drake, and a lot of you might agree with that, I would say this would be like a, a B minus um, type of team. So it's all going to depend on, on Mixon, and if I'm right or wrong about Mixon, I just don't see him being close to first round or high second round value. But if he is, you're going to do well enough to be in the top six overall uh, mix. And I think Bell, Bell could be a big wild card for you. Okay, fantasy football beast. Watson, Barkley, Fournette, Ridley, Lockett, Jared Cook, Brandon Cooks, uh, Gallup, Stafford. Good quarterbacks. I like Watson and Stafford. I love Barkley. Fournette's your wild card. Ridley, Lockett, pretty undervalued sleepers, but I think that ultimately, yeah, I, I think this is a B minus team. I think you're definitely in the mix for like that five to seven range. You could creep up if one or two things happen for you. Fournette's better than I think he's going to be. If Lockett becomes a wide receiver one again, those things could help you vault into the top four, but I'm going to put you four to six range. Spencer the Guru, Murray, Kamara, Carson I don't like. I love Mike Evans. Sutton's pretty darn good. I like Ingram a lot. Swift is pretty decent value. You know, looking back, this team's a, a potential B-minus team. I may have been too hard on it last time. I just don't like Carson a lot, but I love Kamara. I love Murray. I don't love Burrow. I don't like Landry. He might not even be ready for week one. But there's a lot of upside there on the bench. Jerry Judy, that's about it. I think you don't have enough depth to weather through the Landry and Burrow situation. That's what makes me feel like you're going to fall short ultimately. But you could compete for a top 6-7 overall spot. I mean, it's it's possible. C-plus to B-minus. Only because I don't think you have enough depth to account for, again, Burrow and Landry. Had you had maybe one other player, I'd put you in the B-minus category, but I might throw you in the C-plus. Nation has Rodgers, McCaffrey, Gurley, Metcalf, uh, Robert Woods, Kelsey, Diggs, Cousins is the Superflex. I don't like Gurley. You guys know that. Past that, I like this team. And if Gurley ends up working out, you're a top-five team. If Gurley doesn't work out, you're going to struggle to be top-five, but I think you still have enough talent to be right around where I've been talking like Guru is at number six, seven. I mean, Rodgers, McCaffrey, DK, K 
Kelsey, those guys will score a ton of points. And Woods and Diggs are very undervalued. On the bench, I see uh, Michelle. And finally, I was pretty critical of a lot of these picks, so maybe I'll like this team better than I think. But Prescott, Eckler, David Johnson, DJ Moore, Keenan Allen, Jack Doyle, Cohen. You know, on paper, at the end, it looks a lot better than I thought it was going to look um, because there's a lot of picks I felt were a little too early or I didn't like them. But I think overall, they still could compete. If David Johnson's a even high-end running back, too, this team will be that, that top four to six worthy type of team but I don't see David Johnson producing at that level all year even if he bounces back a little bit at the beginning of the year I don't in my opinion think he's got it left in the tank and because of that this team could fall short because it doesn't have because it doesn't have the QB power a lot of us do have so I'm going to say outside the top six but 101 I like it a lot better than I thought so that leaves profit myself Couch and State of Mind, I believe, as the top teams. I think I liked Beast. I think uh, I liked a few other teams, but I think it really comes down to Profit and myself. And I'll put both of those on screen here. These are my two favorite teams. I know I'm biased, but these are the top two teams. And I think that the Couch and State of Mind, these two teams are probably my second favorite teams outside of, of Profit and myself. Tell me what you think comment below i'd love to hear your thoughts on, on who has the best team what were your favorite picks um do you think i did good what what picks would have you would you have done differently what do you think of my overall team and just leave leave a comment below let's talk about some of these players in this draft uh subscribe follow if you haven't already these hats are on sale by the way if you go to sleeperu.com uh, slash merch go get yourself a smitty hat go get some other merch go get some the fantasy football show t-shirts hoodie pullovers t-shirts anything you want check it all out at sleeperu.com slash merch and make sure you get your bold predictions and rankings over at sleeperu.com while you're there tell your friends about the show subscribe and follow top five running back you're watching the fantasy football show Smitty! Take a lap.